Welcome to the Own Your Hustle podcast. My name is Ruby Lee. I'm a side hustle coach, entrepreneur, and all the energy you need to turn your idea into freedom. Here's a little something about me. I was once nearly fired for having a side hustle, and today I dedicate my life and business to enabling early stage entrepreneurs everywhere to create options in their career and abundance on their own terms, some while still balancing a day job. Side hustlers are the future of work, and I am unapologetic for our ambition. From working through your hundred ideas to creating a successful sideline business, I'll share my own experiences, practical tips, and help you crush through those mindset blockers. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. Hi, Own Your Hustle listeners. I hope you are having an amazing week. I took a bit of a break this week and I didn't upload the usual midweek interview that I usually do just because things were incredibly busy this week. Just a lot of planning. Um, Also, I will say a lot of self-care this week. So prioritizing some things that I haven't been able to because I've been doing a lot of partnership work, a lot of media work, a lot of PR work, uh, lots of speaking opportunities that have just, um, you know, come to pass over the last few weeks. So I really wanted to prioritize a few things in my hustle. So things like Blaze Week 2 has just come and gone. Hustlepreneur is totally heating up in the membership site and uh, a lot of one-to-one coaching as well, which is either coming to an end. So finishing up some of the uh, some of the work I'm doing with my private coaches, having worked with them for three months plus, and then also bringing in a whole new group of private coaching. So with all of that being said, I also did a lot of just chill time, uh, you know, self-care. I love my massages. So I uh, went for a massage, went and got my nails done, went and hung out with my friends. So really, really caught up on a lot of nurturing self-care work as well. That is very important for you guys as you are side hustling and you're thinking about ways that you can keep your mental health strong, your personal well-being game on point. Always try and make time for yourself, whether it be in the week, in the fortnight, in the month, whatever feels right and aligned for you to actually schedule in self-care. Now, I'm not talking about your daily habits of success. I'm not talking about going to the gym and doing yoga. I'm talking about all the other things that you wish you had time to do and you wish you had time to, I guess, nourish your soul, nourish your body, whatever that might look like, catching up with a big dinner and having, you know, a date night, let's say with your partner, like Michael and I did on the weekend, then do that, put that in the diary and commit to committing. There is a lot of power in terms of doing that. And it will help you expand your hustle. I know many times when I'm getting 
my massage, like I do actually tend to mostly switch off, but then every now and again, I'll just get this idea and I'm like, oh, I should remember to write that down later. So it opens up a paradox of creativity when you actually step out of the hustle, whether that means to you stepping away from the laptop for more than five hours of the day, whether that means just going for a really long walk and not even having a podcast in your ears or anything like that. It just means having time where you can just reset, switch off. It's like hitting the sleep button on your laptop and, you know, having everything just kind of go blank for a little bit. I have started using a brand new meditation app called One Giant Mind. Shout out to uh, Sarah, my health coach, who uh, suggested that to me. And one of my clients, Scott, also uses it. So I see him use it on his Instagram uh, stories. So I thought, okay, well, I'll give it a go. And I absolutely love it. Shout out to you guys who are into meditation, who maybe don't even need guided meditation, but I definitely do because my mind is just so fast. Uh, And I love it. So definitely have a look at One Giant Mind. I am into, there's like 12 steps to get started. I'm only into step three. um, And it's like 15 minutes or so a day where it really helps you dive into meditation. And I like this one because it allows you to actually have thoughts. There are some other meditation practices that I've been to and they're like, push out the thought, go blank, push out the thought, go blank. And I'm like, ah, half the time I'm like, push, 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 that I don't actually get to really settle into the meditation. Whereas with One Giant Mind, there is like full allowance that, hey, that's the mind and that's how it works. So I like that it's a bit more of a modern practice and something that uh, really, really resonates with me. So today I wanted to sit down and talk to you guys about judgment and about love and about letting yourself feel into that judgment at times, but take only the good parts of being judged. Now, I know that's somewhat of a contradiction maybe, um, but I will explain. And this is how it's also really helped me in the last couple of weeks in particular, where I've had a lot of media spotlight, where I've had a lot of uh, traction in my business, a lot of growth, like a lot of my social media posts are getting a ton more views like these last couple of weeks. Instagram started to really grow on the daily. Like last week, I think I gained like 350 Instagram followers just out of nowhere organically. I'm like, where did these people come from? Which is awesome. My uh, LinkedIn views continue to skyrocket and climb. And it's not just the views, it's the engagement. People either leaving comments and messages or they're taking the time to message me direct and have a conversation. So in all of that, it's awesome because it obviously creates conversation with your tribe. It opens up community speak. Uh, You get a little look in to why someone is attracted to you, your vibe, um, your message, for example. But also with that comes sometimes judgment. It comes in the form of negative comments. It comes in the form of trolls. It comes in the form of challenging thoughts, which is, you know, often good. Uh, It comes in the form of people just disagreeing with your viewpoint, but not being mean about it, just full on, flat out disagreeing and not really wanting your opinion back. Um, So I've had a lot of those like challenging moments in the last couple of weeks or so. And for the majority of the time, I will say, 
when I get these messages, um, especially on LinkedIn, it is my main platform. Uh, I do get a lot of messages on the daily. I get hundreds and hundreds of connection requests. I get about 70 to 80 private messages a day in my LinkedIn inbox. And then on top of that, I get hundreds of comments on my video posts. Extremely grateful for all the engagement that I do get on LinkedIn. And sometimes it's hard for me to obviously respond to every single one um, because I have clients to service and I have a business to grow, but it is a big part of my mantra that whilst I am small and I'm under no illusion that I still have a relatively small following, small but mighty and powerful, that I have, you know, a I have an ability and a gift to be able to keep in touch with the people that resonate with my message and also the people that don't. Now, of the people that have taken the time to leave uh, or to write privately to me with like, I'm talking scrolls and scrolls of negative comments, um, letters to me saying that I'm a scam, that I am fake, that I am uh, creating a dream for people that is unachievable, that I've made people feel like crap because I'm painting a fake picture of what side hustle to main hustle really looks like that I'm not considering the average person and that I am basically um, a fraud, right? So those sorts of emails and messages are pretty shit to get. Like, you know, they're the ones that unfortunately really dig quite deep into my soul because why would someone take the time to write that and then basically just block you after that so that you can't respond? Oh, and you know, so much of my practice has been about just releasing the judgment. Someone has taken the time to write three to five paragraphs of a well thought out message to basically pull me down. And this is where, you know, things around my spirituality practice, meditation, journaling, visualization is about eliminating the negative, taking anything, even if it's just like you wring it completely dry. And even if a drop of it comes out that hits home or that helps me uh, redirect certain things in my business, then I will look at that drop and I will go, is it worth it? Is it going to stain the rest of my message or is it going to better it, right? So my view is to always look at judgment from a place of love. Also, you can approach it with, okay, I'm going to take this and forgive this person and send them some energy and vibes that is going to fill their love cup up. Because if someone is actually feeling that angry at me to take the time out to write to me messages and paragraphs worth of just really hurtful comments, then their world must be full of hurt. Their world must be a really dark place at the moment that it's the norm for them to do that. So I want to be able to give back in terms of energy, in terms of uh, anything that I can send across, a prayer, a hope for them that they will find light in what they're doing. They'll find joy in their life so that they can just continue to also turn that negativity around and instead write paragraphs and paragraphs to somebody that's going to be full of love, joy and light. By doing that, it actually gives you and someone like me who's receiving that message 
an allowance to then feel free to accept anything that comes from that message. So for example, that particular message where that dude was like, hey, you're an absolute fraud. You know, you make me feel like shit because I can't actually do all those things and you make it look like it's easy, but it's not. It's fucking hard. And you know, all these things. I'm like, right. Is there something in my messaging that doesn't reflect how hard it actually is? I am a naturally positive person, over the top positive person by nature. I'm a Sagittarian. I see things with rose colored glasses. Everything to me is bright lights and neon. And yes, as an intrinsic trait, I choose not to focus on the negative. So perhaps that is coming out in my messaging where I'm choosing to only talk about positive and maybe 10% of it is the hard stuff. The funny thing is though, that I do actually talk a lot about the challenges and the tough stuff and things that, you know, rip me open and feel like just absolute crap with my private clients, also with my group coaching courses, um, even in my membership site. So I do talk about that a lot with the people that have invested in my coaching practice, but perhaps it's not something that I'm talking about a lot in terms of all of my free content or the stuff that I put out there um, every single day. So this is an example of, okay, well, this guy underlying has, you know, massive issues in his own life that he's brought across to me, but perhaps there is a small droplet of something, something that I can start to adjust ever so slightly. Now it's not something that I'm going to be like, I'm going to talk about all the negative things and how hard it is and, you know, how shit it is sometimes. And the days that, you know, you're just in a dark cloud and you can't get out of it. Like, that's just not me. That is not my message. And, you know, even if I let myself feel that, like, honestly, out of a 24 hour day, even though I'm like sleeping for eight hours of it, I'd probably let myself think that for 10 minutes at most. And then it's gone. It's eliminated out of my life. Like, I don't even pay that attention unless it obviously deserves it for whatever reason, right? So this is a a perfect example that I wanted to give you guys around negative comments, people that just want to, you know, share their own darkness with you. Choose to receive it with love give back that love, boomerang it. Like in Australia, you know, the old boomerang, just boomerang it and whatever you give back comes back to you. Okay. So think about that. If I were to throw shade on that guy, like he did with me and go all up in his grill and be like, you know what? You're so shit. Like, you know, why, why would you do this? And, you know, I hope you have a shit day. Cause you made me have a shit day. Like that is just not going to serve anyone's purpose. I also don't fully agree with just blocking and deleting negative trolling comments in total um, because I do sometimes think that someone's come to you and taken that effort, whatever energies come with that, but there has to be a reason why, and this is my, you know, spiritual practice coming to play, why the universe has, you know, brought that to my attention. Now, search for that, you know, is it that you need to get more resilient? Is it that you need to see clearer? Is it that it just is a bit of a test to be like, hey, if someone comes comes along and rocks your pretty little canoe. And even though waters are still right now, are you actually sturdy? Are you stable? Are you doing what you love and believe in and truly connect with so that you are not going to let any single person rock that boat to the point where you fall out of the hull, right? So, you know, think about if you're blocking and deleting, definitely do that, get the energy out, but just allow yourself a little moment to work out why the universe has brought that message to you. 
And I think that's been a really positive way for me to look at how to better things or how to change things up. And sometimes there is absolutely no reason why someone would do that, but it is awesome content. (laughs) It's an awesome way for me to share this with all of you. Um, It's an awesome way for me to write about things. It's an awesome way as a coach to be like, hey, guys, this happens to me all the time. Judgment is a big thing. And feeling judged is, you know, an underlying reason why so many of us feel the six core uh, behaviors or the six core emotions as we do with, uh, as a human, right? I was reading this the other day and I was sharing it with my hustlepreneur group that there are, you know, these six behaviors and the six behaviors are, I'll just read them out to you. Number one, happiness. Number two, sadness. Number three, fear. Number four, anger. Number five, surprise. And number six, disgust. Now, when it comes to other people judging us or saying things or measuring our success, we will feel one of these six emotions. You'll either feel super happy about it. You'll either feel really sad. You'll either feel really just fearful. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, if you haven't listened to the last couple of podcasts, I do have a bit of a fear thing happening. There was a fear energy in my life about up-leveling and growing and getting into that next level that I wasn't ready. Uh, Fear was a big one for me. Anger, like feeling angry. How could someone leave this message? Feeling surprised. Like, where did that come from? What the hell? Like I was just spreading something really positive and someone's just come along and just gone bang, you know, here's a brown paper bag with poo in it. I'm going to light it on your front doorstep and disgust, right? So just now it's like, oh, I'm just disgusted that there's such a human out there to you know, do this to me. However you choose to react to it and whether they're stages or whether you, you know, um, hop on those different like uh, lily pads, if you like, and go in circles, a lot of it comes down to just meditation, letting it go, releasing it, journaling on it, and and it's done. The judgment of others can also trickle into things like what your parents think about you. I know I really struggled with it early on because I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to tell my parents, my family that I want to leave my secure full-time job with two kids in tow, Michael, who recently just decided he was going to become the primary carer for us so that, you know, he could look after Teddy whilst I went all in with my career. And yet the call of the hustle was really strong. And I was like, "Um, that's it. I think I've got to do it. I've got to leave the job. It's great and all of that, but it's just not my thing. It's just not ticking all my boxes. I need to become an entrepreneur. I need to run my own business. I need to be my own boss. It's just, whilst I'm working for a great boss, like, no, it just wasn't ticking boxes for me. And so whilst it seemed logically crazy, I did it anyway. And I had to release the judgment of my friends and my family and what my parents would think and just know and trust that I was on the right path. The other form of judgment is, of course, you know, you think about peers in the industry, people that look over the fence and they go, oh, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? I'm starting to get a lot more of that now, actually. Like, I had a message from a friend of mine the other day saying, uh, so Rubes, there's a random guy who's just called me and he's basically, you know, asked me 
so many questions about you and your coaching practice and what you charge and how you set something up. And I'm like, why wouldn't that guy just message me? And he's like, exactly. He's a spy. (laughs) I also had another person in the community ask one of my clients the exact same questions. Like, how do my coaching sessions run? What content do I go through? Like, um, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Like having peers in the industry peer over the fence, (laughs) no pun intended, but we just want to kind of say like, Hey, what am I doing? How am I structuring things? Um, maybe wanting to get some tips from me and yet not wanting to engage me directly. And then in effect, kind of going away and judging me for it. Why is she doing it? That she's not like really a coach because she's not accredited or she's not really a coach because she doesn't really like do polished videos. Her courses are like all about live streaming, um, live streaming into, um, like our training sessions, for example, and not doing any pre-recorded video. Um, you know, a lot of courses will have pre-recorded videos all done up. I've enrolled in digital courses where, you know, all the videos are pre-made and it's just so schmick and really well done. But I just knew that 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 wasn't me. Like I don't do video production at that level. So instead I chose to just, with my training courses, I just deliver them live. I record them and then that becomes video for my next intake, right? So that works well for me. It's a really lean approach, but some people judge me for that. And, you know, not to say I've ever had any clients say, oh, I hate that you show up live and deliver it live. In fact, my clients love it because we get to just jam for an hour, an hour and a half, and then have Q&A afterwards. And it's such a powerful way to connect with my tribe, right? So, you know, don't worry about what, uh, you know, your peers, other, let's say other coaches or other people in the finance industry, other people in the photography industry, other people in the DJ industry, like whoever is in your industry, who's looking over the fence to see what you're doing and then judging you for it, you know, just take that as a compliment. I say it's a good thing. People are paying attention. They want to see what is going on. And it's a reflection of that person not wanting to come to you directly and finding it, you know, much more valuable for whatever reason to get secondhand information. It is all good. So I wanted to just touch on judgment today because, you know, I know a lot of my clients have definitely said, oh, I just hate being in effect. Not these words exactly, but I hate being judged. It hurts and it's weird. It's awkward. You feel like you're being gossiped about and talked about and spied on and no one likes that, right? Like that's just crap. So, you know, you just need to keep going. This is a reminder to let go of all of the expectations that others put on you and you just really lock in like a target on your vision, your purpose, your mission, your soul, what you want, what you know is already yours to have. And that is how you start to power through and keep going strong in your side hustle or even in your early stage business. Now, a bit of an update for you guys. So the last time I hopped on episode 44, I was telling you guys about how scared I was to launch my in-person event in Melbourne, my first ever event. And guess what? It sold out in like four days. It completely sold out. I have an amazing group of people who are going to be with me for half a day talking all things deep dive, soul, side hustle. We're going to slay the half day. So much coffee and good food and just all of that is going to be involved. And looking at the attendee list, oh my gosh, what a powerhouse group. So I'm very grateful right now. The biggest smile on my face. I'm going to have the whole day, um, 
take like photos are being taken by my photographer Yishan. I'm going to have video done, so you'll see lots of content from the day as well. And I might even record the video, um, so record the day or parts of the day through audio, and we'll see what we can do with that. So you guys can also get involved with the day. And I am currently planning my Sydney event as well, and soon I'll be planning my New Zealand event. So this is just so exciting. I Like I said in the last episode, I feel this is the start of the Own Your Hustle rally. Like this is the very, very beginning stages and I can just see a vision. I spent so much time uh, last night just pinning images on my vision board, basically hosting events that are like 500 people strong and having amazing side hustlers. Um, and I, my vision is that I want everyday side hustlers to show up on my stage that I put together for the Own Your Hustle community community, speak to 500 people who are also side hustling. And I want to like feature guest speakers and keynote speakers who are currently side hustling or who have side hustled and just focus on how to start a business, like an early stage business and all the lessons learned, but also focus on certain topics like marketing and funnels and, you know, um, things like digital platforms and sales and finance. Like I just have such a big vision for it that I'm like, ah, I think it's going to happen in 2019. It, you know, things roll quite quickly once my ideas pop into my head. So I'll keep you posted on all of that. Now I am keeping this one, um, a bit of a short one. Um, maybe just a little bit of a ramble. I don't know if you guys can hear, I've got a bit of a cold um, because, you know, this is the thing, the sacrifice is your kids go to daycare, they come back, they bring all of their yucky germs back into the house. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so um, childcare is a very new aspect to our lives. And, you know, what they say about kids going into childcare, catching all the germs, bringing it home is absolutely true. But I'm blessed that I'm able to work from home, that I can have a bit of a sleep in, that I can have naps. I can do my self-care thing to just make sure I'm powered up for you guys and giving back into the hustle as well. I am actually this afternoon about to go on TV. <laughs> I'm going to show up on Sky News, which is a you know big news platform here, and I'm going to be representing Indeed, my brand partner. So it is going to be a seven to ten minute live. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! This is so nerve wracking, you guys. So I'm going to get my hair done and just march on into the TV studio. This is the first time I've ever done TV, you guys. And it's live. It's not even just like a recording. It's like live TV and it's a segment. Oh my God. I will tell you guys how that goes at some point next week. But um, if you're listening to this, it's probably already done and dusted, but oh my God. <laughs> Massive growth moments to up level. And you see what happens when you release that judgment and you just focus on the target. Amazing things continue to unfold and happen for you. So don't worry about what everybody else is saying. You just worry about you. You worry about your clients. You worry about your mission. You worry about the impact that you are born to give to the world. I'll leave you on that note. Have an amazing rest of the day, evening, wherever you are. And remember, you can absolutely own your hustle. Also, guys, it is that 
time of the month again that I talk about Hustlepreneur. Doors are reopening to the November Masterclass, which is called All of the Lights. I have talked a lot about media, PR, speaking gigs. Some of you might be listening to this going, how do I get these opportunities to shine a spotlight on my hustle? If you want to become a speaker, if you're ready to take the stage, if you want to gain PR and media opportunities to shine a light on your business, if you're wanting to work with brands and create collaborations with influencers and with bloggers, you need to join the November Masterclass. All of the lights is starting early November. I've left a link in the show notes below so you can have a click through, join the membership site. We're going to be doing one live call kicking off early November, a second live call late November. We're going to be working through your speaker bio and actually giving you templates to create your own speaker bio. You're going to learn how to shop that speaker bio. We're going to put together a show reel, a video reel, or an audio reel so that you are ready to go for 2019 and become a speaker and also someone who's running their own PR for their hustle. If that is you, I'd love to see you in the November Masterclass in Hustlepreneur VIP. In the meantime, have a look at the link, check it out, and I'll see you on the inside.